You're listening to The Wrong Station Pledge Drive. The Wrong Station is only possible with the support of listeners like you. Become a subscriber today by visiting patreon.com slash thewrongstation. You'll receive access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes discussions, our new book club, and so much more. Today, The Wrong Station is proud to present Black Dove by Alexander Saxton. He didn't realize what had changed until he met his friend for coffee one afternoon on the patio at Ezra's, a shaded yard along the rail tracks, 2.30 in the afternoon, the Canadian Pacific hushing past every five minutes on the dot, a black bird with milky eyes sitting on the fence across from them. That's weird. But his friend was looking at their phone. He tried again. No, seriously, look. A black dove. His friend glanced up, shrugged. Sure, sitting on a brown fence under a tree with green leaves. So what? He frowned at his friend. I don't get your point. I don't get yours. Doves are black, definitionally. He hesitated. Is this a bit you're doing? Is this one of your funny jokes? Is this one of yours? A few minutes later, he went to the washroom, pulled out his phone, and image-searched Dove. All the results were photographs of black birds with milky eyes. Hmm. He made excuses to his friend and hopped on a train downtown, used the station Wi-Fi to Google, Why do doves have white eyes? One foot tapping restlessly as the pages struggled to load. Nothing useful came up. The closest thing was an article about how pigeons with large pupils were bad for racing because of their weakness of will. He leaned forward and asked the woman sitting across from him, Excuse me, uh, but what color are doves supposed to be? I'm sorry, she told him. Whatever this is, I'm not interested. Look, could you just humor me? I promise I'm not... Leave me alone. She stood up and moved down to the end of the car. Several people were looking at him now, and he stared hard at the floor. He realized he was sweating freely. When he stood to face the black glass as his train approached the station, the reflection was pale, with a wide whiteness to the eye. He didn't like the look of himself. He wondered if the watching passengers all thought he was insane. His co-working space was only a few minutes' walk from the station exit, but he went around the block three times trying to calm himself down. There were pigeons stabbing at some old vomit on the trash can outside the A&W, and they seemed normal enough, but he was trying not to look down at them. By the time he arrived at the office, he decided to try and let the dove thing go. And yet, from the moment he sat at his laptop, the spreadsheet seemed to blur into Escher tessellations of black and white birds. He permitted himself a break, found a bird-watching subreddit, and posted a photo of a black dove, asking if there was anything unusual about it. Nope. No. Looks normal to me. He slammed his laptop, left the office, jumped on the train. He wanted a drink. His fingers drummed on his legs as the vehicle hurtled through darkness, accidentally met the gaze of the man sitting across from him, parted his lips in a smile meant to be reassuring, but which he knew was spoiled by the wetness of his upper lip, the strange thing that he could feel his pupils doing. 
Then, thank God, it was his station. He climbed the concrete steps three at a time and emerged onto the sidewalk a block south of the reference library. A cloud of pigeons took flight before his boots. Some of them were velvet black. Then his eyes were down and the stained orange carpet rushing past. And after that he stood between the stacks around 598.6, Galliforms and Columbiforms. Twenty-odd books on the subject of doves. Plenty of full-color plates of pure black doves with strange, pearlescent eyes. Well, that was that. The surrender came over him in a great wash of calm. Doves were black. Had always been black. There was nothing more to think about. So then he went home and drank a beer in his chair beside the window, trying hard not to look at the doves in flight outside, trying only to watch their black shadow swirling across the brick wall beyond the dirty glass. And after that, life went back to normal. Work, family, dating, etc. He didn't realize what had changed until he met his friend for coffee one afternoon on the patio at Ezra's, a shaded yard along the rail tracks, 2.30 in the afternoon, the Canadian Pacific hushing past every five minutes, on the dot. A loose splinter pricked him as he pulled the chair out. You all right? his friend asked. Yeah, sure. It was just a sliver. He pulled it out, pressed against the pad of his finger until a little drop of blood was raised. Weird question, he asked his friend. What color is blood supposed to be?